the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Mission America and may contain views and opinions that do not reflect the views of the advertisers, staff, and owners of this station. Some material may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. Roughly 300 people that were there to celebrate the end of Roe versus Wade. Obviously, very peaceful celebration. Well, the bottom line comes from the Bible. We are to have no fellowship with darkness. I didn't agree with teachers or anybody, for that matter, teaching my children that they didn't have the same opportunities as other children, simply based on the color of their skin. The folks today that you're talking about, they're just much more militant, and they're targeting even younger children. When we are counting ourselves as believers, that we need to count the cost of being a follower of Jesus. Yeah, and to think I used to be a liberal, too. This is Mission America with Linda Harvey. Because with God, all things, all things, all things are still, still possible. Good afternoon, friends, and welcome to Mission America Radio. I'm Linda Harvey, and I'm so very glad you joined us this afternoon. Please visit our website at missionamerica.com. That's missionamerica.com for more information about our organization and to read news, articles, and Christian commentary on the culture. And don't forget to listen to our four-minute commentaries right here on The Word Columbus on Tuesdays and Thursdays, just after 4 p.m. And also be sure to check out all our resources for parents who want to be watchful about the culture's influence on your kids, and you can learn more right on our website at missionamerica.com. As parents and grandparents and relatives of children and American citizens, we are all looking for ways to prevent the corruption of our kids and to stand up when we see this is happening. Well, what kinds of tools are at our disposal to help us do that? My guest today has an idea and is launching it as we speak. Joe Haas is a seasoned software engineer who has created the tech startup called Back to Morals. Back to Morals provides professional grade tech tools and data for those working to protect children. And you can visit their website at backtomorals.org and we'll give you more contact information at the end. Welcome, Joe, to Mission America Radio. Thank you, Linda. Glad to be here. Well, I'm so glad to have run into you. And so first of all, tell us the impetus that uh, got you into this to begin with. Yeah, sure. So uh, when I started thinking seriously about doing this, I was working at a place called uh, Cruel Bond Rating Agency. Um, I was still doing my, my normal job, making software for, for this company. And, uh, you know, I just had seen in the news for, for um, you know, I don't know, a couple of years uh, from lips of TikTok and these different investigative journalists, the, the crazy things going on, you know, 10-year-olds learning about you know, sex toys and saying that sex and gender are different. 
that um, you know there's there's one school girls are being banned from their own locker room for having boys concerned about letting boys in to their their locker room you know a boy who identifies as a girl that uh, you know there's that district in Maryland that saw a 582 percent increase of non-binary students over the last two years Target selling products to kids to make them look like the opposite gender. And, you know, I, for, I was watching this thinking to myself, well, somebody's going to fix this. <laughs> Surely there's someone with my technical excellent, you know, expertise, uh, trying to make an excellent tool, um, that would help protect children. And I kept watching and, and I wasn't seeing anything made. So, you know, after watching it for a while, I, I was talking to one of my friends and I said, Hey man, you know, I feel like we should just try to start making something. Well, around that time when, when he and I were discussing that, there was a training at my, my workplace that, um, you know, from, from my evaluation was encouraging affirmation of transgenderism. And it was a required training. And um, I said I, I couldn't take it. And uh, they insisted. I tried to provide alternatives. Um, and we, we couldn't see eye to eye. And eventually I got fired over standing uh, on this particular issue. Wow. So at that point, yeah, I did not expect it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, I thought um, I thought it would we'd be able to find some kind of middle ground, and and I would stay there. I liked the company for a number of reasons, but uh, didn't you know couldn't see eye to eye. And and there were a couple of people in the company that uh, insisted it had to be that specific training. So so um, at that point, uh, my friend Jeremy, you know, he's the one I've been talking to about this. Um, he and I said, well, here's an opportunity. Um, he said he was um, he had some funds to uh, provide some seed money for the project, so we got started. Yeah, that's basically how how okay. it got started. Well, so okay, explain because I am not a techie, and many of our audience will not be. Try to explain in a non technical way. Uh, I assume many people will know what an app is. So right. let's uh, let's just t describe what your goal is and what you're developing. Right, right. right. Yeah. So I'll de kind of describe it from the perspective of different types of users. That's probably a, a good, easy way to understand it. So we're doing all kinds of cool things in the background to automatically get data from social media accounts about different locations and organizations that have influence over children's lives. For example, YMCA. Um, different schools, different TV channels, Disney, right? So we're, we're gathering up information and there's all these great investigative journalists already gathering up this information as well. And it's getting posted in news articles. So we said, what if we had a tool, right? So we took all that data, put it in our website so that a parent is like one type of person that might use the site. A parent could search for a, one of these things, a school, an organization, a club, and find out, you know, what is this organization's position? Let's say on on uh, the LGBT ideology. Um, do they do they allow? Do they have drag queen story hour, or do they um, allow controversial books into their libraries? So a user would come in and they'd be able to just search for a school or an organization, and then they'd be brought to a page that has kind of a safety profile for that particular organization. So they can see, okay, on these topics of uh, what's the school's stance on drug, drug use, you know, as crazy as it is, there's some schools that, <laughs> you know, are, are trying to be quote unquote sensitive to drug use and, and are downplaying its negative side, you know, its negative effects. You know, what is the score for this school over LGBT ideology? What's the school's score for 
providing sexual content to the students and so forth. So <clears throat> there'd be kind of this overarching score, but then also there'd be right there uh, a listing of all of the quote-unquote incidents or findings that different journalists have found or our data that we've automatically collected from social media accounts. And it'll be categorized and listed right there. So a parent, <clears throat> when I'm looking for, when I was looking for a school for my daughters, this is what I did. I, I went to the social media accounts for these locations and I looked and I, I perused and tried to figure out, okay, what, are there any indicators here? Then I went to their website and I looked there and then I looked up, you know, maybe some information about the principal and just trying to be really thorough and understand what my kids are getting into. That's a very laborious effort. So we're going to do that. There are people that are doing that and we're going to take their data and put it in our site. So it's right there for the parents. And then also, like I said, we're collecting that data automatically as well from the social media accounts. So it's all categorized and easy to navigate, easy to, to understand what you're looking at in terms of that safety profile for those organizations. Wow. So that's kind of like one side of it, one yeah. side of the, well, the site. This sounds like an enormous task of information yeah. gathering. We have, yes. okay, here in Ohio, I'm on the board of Protect Ohio Children, as well as mm. my own organization, Mission America. And yeah. we have, uh, we depend on whistleblowers to send us tips and information. Right. And there's a whole section on that site for that. So are you going yes. to be depending on whistleblower people to come before, uh, forward and, and provide you information? So that's a little bit of it, right? So where we started was we tried to go where we saw a gap. We did see some people are finding whistleblowers. We did see their investigative journalists doing stuff. But what we've done so far is we've made a tool that scans the social media accounts and mm -hmm. flags questionable content. Nobody's mm -hmm. doing like an automated thing like that. So oh. we went through uh, 500,000 tweets of 220 schools in Illinois, and we flagged uh, 350 questionable tweets. Wonderful. Right? Wow. That's right. And this, this is automated, right? Mm -hmm. okay. It costs money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> That'll come up later. Uh, yeah, right. money, but, right. uh, you know, we want to automate this, right? Mm -hmm. But then also uh, we want to be like a hub for a lot of this information. So um, I'm in communication with some groups that are doing the sort of stuff that you've just described um, to be kind of like a really uh, valuable hub that, you know, rather than when a person's trying to investigate this stuff, they're not having to jump around to 20 different websites and read a ton of different blogs and read news articles. Instead, hopefully the idea is to be kind of like an authoritative national source or repository of all of these sorts of things. Yes. Um, so. so it's automated. So th that is an amazing thing. So, okay, so you're raising money on Give, Send, Go. So give people that contact information and tell us what you're, what you need. And we're in, we'll, we'll talk more about the details of your, right. the app and the product in a minute, but let's just get that out there. Sure, sure. Um, if you go to givesendgo.com forward slash, and it's back underscore two, like T-O, underscore morals. If you navigate there, so give, send, go, forward slash, dot com, forward slash, back, underscore, two, underscore, morals. Um, there we have a give, send, go, where we're trying to get donations to fund this project. So as I mentioned, my friend, he provided all of the seed money. Um, enormously generous individual. This is not a, a cheap thing to create. Um, tech costs a fair amount of money, um, but we at this point really need to start collecting or, you know, getting donations yeah. to, to continue the same way that we have. So Okay. And so it's it's both the website and an app, correct? Well, it is a, uh, a website um, that the interacting with it is like interacting with an app. 
So okay. the website, you know, uh, backtomorals.org uh, has kind of an app-like feel. The reason we went with a website rather than apps is because if you create an app, you have to create one for each the, you know, the different kinds of phones. Yes. And that would be, you know, exponentially more expensive or, you know, maybe mm-hmm. not exponentially, but double or triple. Whereas if we just make a website, we're saving some, some money and, and being able to deliver the same value to people. Okay. So, so you envision the parent... For instance, okay, say I, I, I will be the parent in Ohio who's heard something about, let's say, um, the um, Westerville school system, which has three high schools, and you're thinking, what's going on in Westerville? I don't know. And you're thinking of buying a house there. Okay, that'd be right. the kind of thing. And yep. you think, is that a good community for, let's just see right. what uh, Westerville schools, if we're, we're enrolling our children in the public schools, what they're teaching. So that's would be so helpful for that sort of thing, right? Exactly. That's that's a great uh, example of, of uh, a great use case that I've envisioned. So for today, kind of like the initial use cases, I'm looking at specific schools, trying to find out if they're safe. You know, we have the idea of setting up notifications so people can create an account and say, on the site, you know, please notify me if anything pops up about these particular schools, right? Mm-hmm. But then the alternative would be what you've just described, where we would also we envision not only having scores for the particular schools, but we would also have kind of like you'd be able to search on a location, namely like a city, Westerville or Pittsburgh or, or Dallas or whatever. And and then you'd be able to get kind of a high level bird's eye view of what is the condition of the schools in that location uh, so that can inform your you know, mm-hmm. a decision like where are you going to move to. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you're also, though, going to have information about specific organizations. And I mean, I'm sure you're going to have information yeah. about the teachers unions, about the gay, yeah. lesbian and straight education network and all these left wing yeah. groups that have been the pro-abortion groups that are trying to reach our kids, exactly. ad- advocates <laughs> for youth and all that. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we we have, you know, I, once I started really delving into this uh, this area, you know, I've come across so many people that just have enormous amounts of data, and a lot of it's in like Google Sheets, and and they make you know articles and reports here and there, but like we couldn't find you know a home that was national that had uh, you know as comprehensive as we really would like. And you know, Jeremy and I, we have you know experience in working with data and complex data and, and presenting it in different ways that are useful to users. So, so what we want to do is, you know, go to these different groups that have this data, like you were just describing, what kind of schools have EBSCO contracts, Yes. Right? Oh, And perfect. EBSCO, right, has, mm-hmm. you know, pornographic content uh, sometimes available, maybe always, I'm not sure, but at least sometimes available through its portal. We would love to be able to drop that data into our website mm-hmm. so that now everyone can see, okay, the, maybe the streets aren't bad for this particular school, but look, uh, all these schools in this particular area have um, a contract with EBSCO. They're receiving policy recommendations from this organization. Really, it would be kind of the, the types of things you've been hearing investigators do for like a decade or more and just putting it all together in a place that doesn't read like a blog. It's just more like an app experience. You intuit kind of a lot of data very, very quickly at a glance is kind of the goal. And this is going to be national, a national effort, correct? Okay. Let's assume you raise enough money by June. Okay. When would you be able to then be operational for people nationally to get a fair amount of data? So right now we are wrapping up a process where different 
we might start allowing administrators into the app. Right now, it's just you know the two of us, but we might allow you know interview people and allow them to be administrators, and then you know anybody could put in a location, an organization, and it'll immediately uh, scan the social media accounts. As soon as they enter that organization into our website as an administrator, it'll scan Twitter and flag these things. So really, there's nothing stopping us from being a national thing. It's just a matter of uh, telling the app, please gather information. This uh, TV channel, you know, whatever it is that, that we'd like to, to collect information on. And we will continue with our interview with Joe Haas of backtomorals.org when we return here on Mission America Radio. We will be right back. Today's program is pre-recorded. To learn more, log on to missionamerica.com. Now, here's Linda. And you've been listening to our interview with Joe Haas, who is a seasoned software engineer who has gone out on his own with a partner and they are developing a fascinating website that functions like an app that will go out and search social media accounts and lots of information you wouldn't easily find on the internet about any organization or school district that you would like to have information about. You will be able to plug in that the name of what you're looking for when it is totally up and going, and a whole wealth of information will be at your disposal. He has been describing for us how this will work, how you will enter in a specific type of an organization, a TV station, a school district, or whatever you need. If you've ever tried to find information in preparation for a school board meeting, for instance, or if you're new to a community and you're trying to find information about that school district, think of how helpful backtomorals.org could be. So let's continue and listen as we pick up our interview with Joe Haas. The thing is, though, is that you know the more data we collect, the more expensive that becomes. So we have to have a, a little bit of wisdom about which things we're specifically targeting right. uh, to gather data on. This could be enormously helpful uh, for policymakers, both at the local Absolutely. and the state and the national level, as far as if you're looking to pass a certain level of bill and, for instance, yep. go at, d- decide in the state of Ohio, uh, we are going to provide evidence that teachers in certain school districts and counselors are advising children behind their parents' backs to transition to the opposite gender while they're at school. Right. And right. Uh, w- which, by the way, we have documentation on that already. We've got num- numerous right. uh, specific examples and even a couple of lawsuits on that. So you, but you would scan that and then the policymaker at the state level or somebody yep. testifying for in a hearing could say, oh, by the way, here's the evidence. So now this is exactly, there's a number of different really, really valuable use cases. And that's a great one. Um, policymakers. Another one is, let's say um, a journalist wants to write a report. Um, they hear about some problems at a particular school district or possible problems. Well, you know, if people are uh, collecting their information, making it easy to, to read and understand, is organized on our website, this uh, investigator, you know, or, or journalist can just come onto our site and save enormous amounts of times and do a whole write-up on, you know, the slew of different problems that are occurring in that particular school because a lot of it's automatically collected, mm-hmm. like we're doing already, and if we're actually a central hub. The other part of this, too, is when I was kind of venturing into this space and trying to understand it and wanting to be involved myself, it was kind of a, a fair amount of initial 
time investment just to understand how it all works, how can I contribute, uh, what's the most effective thing to do. And one of the great things about apps, you kind of intuit a lot just by experiencing it. You understand very quickly, let's say you're on Amazon, you very you understand quickly, I mean, it's products, so it's kind of obvious, but you understand there's there's different categories and what are the categories of that particular type of product? And you can see what's popular right away. Just You don't have to have a blog that explains it. You just look at the site and you immediately, at a glance, understand that. Mm-hmm. We want to use that kind of like intuition that you get out of an app experience to hold people's hands and educate them on this topic. And really, a person, let's say, for instance, somebody wants to um, contribute very, very quickly. We have kind of like a hand-holding, we have a prototype for this kind of a hand-holding process where a person really within, you know, 15, 20 minutes could be uh, very effective in, in, you know, locating books, these problematic books that are, you know, pornographic books that are in schools and libraries. Whereas for me, when I was first trying to get an understanding of this, again, it took took a while to figure out what's, what's involved, what's the process. You know, like that's when you're trying to get an Uber, right? That's super easy. You just I go and, and then it just pops up. We want that kind of experience where it says, hey, I want to be involved and help. Right. It's telling you what to do. It's holding your hand. And then really within like a half an hour, you're already contributing to the fight in, in protecting kids. Mm-hmm. And, and so you are you wanted to make sure that we knew and that so I'll tell our listeners, too, that you are coming from the lens of a conservative Christian worldview. I think that's pretty obvious mm-hmm. by now, but explain that. Sure, sure. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Um, yeah, what I mean by that is we've seen kind of the a lot of the conservative movement for quite some time, making a lot of concessions to to hand, you know hold hands with groups that we really probably should not be, <laughs> frankly. Um, and then also we're afraid. A lot of people are afraid of being called names. We're mm-hmm. be afraid of being called homophobes or transphobes or book burners. Um, hey, if there is a book that's targeted for kids and no one else would be interested in that book and it's pornographic, I will burn that book. (laughs) There's no justification for such a book, right? And we let these effort, you know, these, these phrases kind of, you know, blind us uh, from what's really important here. And, you know, on this homophobe and transphobe issue, right? Like we just have to embrace this, right? Mm -hmm. The, you know, there's, what is the, the one you know, blessed are those who are reviled and persecuted, yes, right? And right. Uh, and to say evil things against you falsely for my sake, your reward will be great in heaven. Instead of thinking, oh no, this is awful. What is our world lens? What what? How are we viewing this? We should have our hearts on heaven and looking to have our treasure there. Yeah. It is an opportunity. Wow. How how can we miss up miss uh, on that opportunity to have greater reward in heaven? We need to change our our lens and not hold hands with the wrong people. Be honest and help those people that are confused and are want to hold our hands on this issue, but be honest about what particular lifestyles are not healthy for them. Right. Wow. That, um, so that's kind of what I mean by I, I want to view it from a Christian lens and and. Um, and we're we're going to call out uh, what schools and so forth are are advocating for LGBT uh, ideologies and, and that sort of thing. So. Yes. Well, that is uh, sounds fabulous. Okay, give us the contact information one more time before we wrap up here. Sure, sure. So my you can contact me via email at info at back to morals dot org. Uh, our website is back to morals dot org. 
And again, the, um, the place where people can find out a little bit more and, and maybe donate is givesendgo.com forward slash back underscore two underscore morals. Okay, wonderful. This is just so exciting, and I can see so many re- uh, ways that this could be used and be so helpful. Um, yeah. I am asking my listeners to pray for your effort and to support it if they are able to do so. And I just thank you so much, Joe, for what you're doing at Back to Morals. And thanks so much for being on our show today. Yeah, thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. Um, And friends, it's very encouraging when we hear about people like Joe Haas, because innovative ideas are being implemented all over the country. And together, you know, we can still make a huge difference and we can turn things around. Just remember, just remember that with God, all things are still possible. I hope you have a great day. For more information and lots of news and Christian commentary on today's culture, log on to MissionAmerica.com. That's MissionAmerica.com. And be sure to listen to Mission America every Saturday afternoon from 1 to 1.30 here on AM 880 and 104.5 FM, The Word, WRFD. And remember, with God, all things are still possible. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.